This father went above and beyond for justice. Today I'm talking about my daughter's killer. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's F Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about My Daughter's Killer, which is a recent true crime documentary um, from France that ended up on Netflix. Checked it out, and it is a fascinating story for multiple reasons, other than just kind of the um, uh, search for justice, as it were. So without further ado, let's get started. A lot of true crime focuses on injustice, either murder cases that haven't been solved, questionable if not illegal tactics used by law enforcement to put the wrong people behind bars, or detailing how an infamous criminal operated and was brought to justice. But tracking down a known killer who was hiding behind legal technicalities? Less common. That brings us to My Daughter's Killer, a fascinating and ultimately wild documentary about one father's search for justice. The film follows Andre Bambersky, whose world was turned upside down when his daughter Kalinka died after a treatment from her stepfather Dieter Krombach. Though the death was originally ruled an accident, Bambersky's research quickly found a history of shady happenings surrounding Krombach. But how could the grieving father get justice when the German court system disagreed with Bambersky and France's findings? My Daughter's Killer is fascinating, not just because it's a, the case itself is a great example of how shady fellows can get away with shady things for a long time if there aren't consequences for their actions, but also because it's a testament to Membersky's devotion to justice by any means necessary. Here's what stands out. First, we have different countries, different laws, and different courts. Something that a lot of American true crime stories don't have to deal with are the completely legal standards from court to court. Yes, you need to know the state law, but federal law is generally universal, and you can't try the same murder case in multiple states. It would have to be an entirely different one or an appeal. This is this very loose is a very loose description, so please don't jump down my throat about technicalities. Basically, it's easier to follow cases <laughs> in the United States. In Europe, however, where movement and migration between nations is more fluid and common, it can create problems. In this case, there's a conflict between the German courts, which found that Kronbach accidentally caused Kalinka's death, but did not find him criminally responsible. But in France, where Bambersky pushed his case against Kronbach, they ruled him guilty while he wasn't even there. And it's this kind of messiness that's unfamiliar and leads to things like drastic attempts to get Kronbach into France to stand trial and be punished accordingly. We also get into how predators survive and thrive. Something that I think this movie highlights very well is that while some predators stay in one place, a lot of them are transient in nature. In essence, staying in one place too long makes their list of victims or crimes too public to ignore, and then they leave and start up life somewhere else. While that might make sense for someone who works in sales or has a job that naturally moves them around from place to place, a doctor that works with children who keeps settling down before something bad happens and then moving again? Yikes. It unfortunately reminded me a lot of what the Catholic Church does with problem priests. And then finally, how far would you go? The standout element of this documentary isn't the story itself. Sadly, true crime fans are all too familiar with predators who do heinous things and disappear into the ether. Instead, the movie becomes about Andre's efforts to get justice by any means necessary. 
and the longer it goes, the more desperate his actions get, until he starts doing stuff that sounds like it's out of a movie. The question being asked, perhaps not directly, is, would you do this? Would you do something illegal to get justice? It's a pertinent question that's hard to answer. In the end, I found it fascinating. By focusing on one father's fight and one man's crimes across multiple countries, my daughter's killer crafts a fascinating story. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.